With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with the 165th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. It's the day after Thanksgiving. The Falcons went down 26-18 to to the New Orleans Saints last night. Put up a good fight. Fought to the end. Got the two onside kicks. Had a chance to go down and tie it up. But the offensive line is not very good and got steamrolled by the Saints there. Uh, Jim and Brown called it the snowball effect. But we're going to hear from the players. We got Matt Ryan, Fouye Ulakan, Devontae Freeman, and Calvin Ridley for you here in this episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We're going to title this one, The Falcons Eliminated from the Playoffs. Three and nine, four games to go. Um, and the the issue is, hey, do you tank these? Um, I never thought I'd be saying that. I know that's an NBA thing, but there's nothing to be served by winning any of these games uh, to improve your draft position when you got uh, you got a hit in the draft because your salary cap situation is so tough. I wouldn't call it tanking. I call it development. And uh, there's some players that need to play to be developed. There's some other players that don't need to play at all. Uh, if I'm Austin Hooper, I definitely don't play unless they, you know, uh, he's uh, headed to free agency. Doesn't look like they're going to get a long-term deal worked out here. Uh, Julio Jones, no real need for him to play anymore. Might even want to sit the quarterback. What? They got some issues moving forward. Last night they said, of course, they weren't going to do that. But, uh, you know, when reality sets in that you're going nowhere, uh, you might want to protect your assets. But speaking of assets, the one they spent $150 million on and then tried to protect them with some blue light bargain basement free agents um, just hasn't worked out. Line's been a utter and complete failure. And Matt Ryan got tossed around the stadium last night. Nine sacks, 13 quarterback hits. Here's Matt Ryan. Average and uh, the DB on the right side, who was covering Justin Hardy, kind of peeled off his guy as I was throwing the seam bender on the backside. And uh, again, that's that's kind of tough sledding, but. You know, those are the plays that, that determine the outcome of the game. On the third one, you know, just trying to make a play as I was running forward and hit from behind and just need to do a better job of taking care of the football. Matt, Jamon Brown used the word snowballed as uh, the way they explain what happened with the offense. How are you able to stay so even keeled when you're facing that much pressure and things are starting to snowball? Well, you, you got to make a play to, to kind of redirect the momentum. And, you know, that's what I've found throughout my career is, is that you just have to, you know, you have to stay the course. And, uh, 
gas to try and you know redirect momentum and uh, you know I, I try and take it one play at a time you know every week every game and and focus on the play call that comes in and, and what my responsibility is and, and try and do the best I can in that situation. Matt, the um, special teams were able to get you the ball back at the end with a shot to, you know, tie. Um, what were y'all trying to do? We saw what happened, but what was the, you know, what, what did y'all have, to, you know, planned and tried to dial up uh, there at the end to, you know, take it down the field and try to score there? Yeah, we had, you know, all three timeouts, which was, was huge. And, you know, just trying to create, you know, some opportunities to get the ball down the field a little bit to create some explosives to get us, you know, into scoring positions. And, uh, you know, we, weren't, we just weren't able to do that, uh, which is disappointing. Uh, but unbelievable play by our special teams to, you know, give us that opportunity. Matt, you've been here, uh, how many years? 11, 12? This is 12, yeah. Yeah, okay. This is... This may be the first time, or the second time, I guess, not counting 2013, um, where you've had a month to play games that don't matter. Um, is that new for you, and do you approach that any differently? Uh, you don't want to be in that position for sure. You know, obviously, when you get to the last, you know, quarter of the season, you want to be in the mix and uh, you, you want to be competing. You know, bigger stuff ahead of you in January, but you know this is the position we're in, and so do I approach it any differently? No, you know I think my preparation week in and week out is exactly the same, and I think that um, there's a level of professionalism that you know comes along with this. We get 16 opportunities that you know are laid out for us, and uh, it's our responsibility as players to be as prepared as we can be every week uh, to play our best, and, and my mindset will not change. Matt, uh, speaking of that, uh, how do you translate that to? That was Matt Ryan discussing how they're going to try to move forward. He started out with the uh, discussing the interceptions and so forth. So you can kind of see uh, the state of the team. You know, you wouldn't throw his line under the bus. He's too classy for that. Let's go to Foyer Ulicon. He was a key player in the Tyson Hill 30-yard touchdown and uh, uh, talked about these. Also, uh, you know, on the onside kicks there. Foyer Ulicon. Slapped it in the head, out of his hands, I guess. Come on, fell on Is this team, um, I don't know if I want to say badly in need or looking forward to at least a physical and mental extra couple days here after Sunday, Thursday, tough. Was it? Are you kind of looking forward to some downtime physically and mentally uh, since you don't play until Sunday of next week after a Sunday, a nice Thursday turn? Family. came up to the game and everything, so I'm going to go spend some time with them tomorrow. Another reset. Just kind of how that bye week was, another reset. Yeah. And then come back uh, ready to play. I don't know who we'll play next, but ready to play. In a way, it doesn't matter. You guys are looking at yourselves. You yeah, know what always, I mean? always. I mean, it's kind of us versus us now, so trying to prove every game, and uh, we're going to scratch and claw and find a way to win. Before you on the um, Tyson Hill run, looked like y'all were trying to you were trying to tell somebody to get in position. Uh, Dion went with Kamara in motion. Uh, what happened on that play? Miscommunication. Uh, okay, just okay. I understand. Appreciate it. Um, uh, you know how tough is that to you know um, to you know have that tough situation like that and you know uh, y'all did did come back and have a you know chance to win the game though. I, mean, I, said, I said earlier we're going to scratch and call. We're all competitors, so, you know, until that thing is over, it's not over. Um, 
I was trying to, you know, I like winning. That's what's fun in the game. I'm out here on Thanksgiving. Might as well give it my all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, find ourselves back in that game. How how it was kind of unfolding. It was kind of it felt good, but like we lost, so we want to find a way to win. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Fourier Ulikan uh, said that miscommunication, that's all he wanted to say about that on the Tyson Hill play. Here's some Devontae Freeman, who also returned after missing two games against the Saints. 17 carries, 51 yards. Uh, not a lot of room to run. I don't know if it's him or the line or, or, or um, you know, a combination thereof, but they haven't been able to run the ball this year. Uh, you know, when they get four yards of carry the running back so I took the the numbers out took out Matt Ryan's 21 yards and three carries and you get the real number and it's a 2.9 a carry for this game you know it happens you know, it's football all, all guys like to compete and battle trying their best giving their best effort uh, so we just go back to the drawing board and get better and, you know try to make this next four blocks these next four games the best games but Sometimes it'll be like that. You're going to have them games where, you know, offense play better, defense play better, special teams play better. But we ain't going to be at our best team. We play good in all three phases. We in all three phases. So just go back to the drawing board and get better. Devontae Freeman, thankful for being back on the field. Uh, you know, stating the offense has got to be better. No question about that. We'll skip Coach Quinn. You can find him on AJC.com. We'll stick with the players here. We got Calvin Ridley, who led the team in receiving with 91 yards. With uh, Julio Jones out of the game, Calvin tried to step up and help carry the offense. for the offense um, to get into a groove. Uh, you know, it looked like y'all uh, were you know, able to get a couple things going, but weren't able to get it sustained, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we just, we, you know, we, we didn't make the plays. We should have made the plays. We didn't make the plays. And we got behind the chain sometimes. That was a little tough. That was Calvin Ridley, uh, you know, uh, discussing the the hits and so forth for Matt Ryan. Uh, You know, 
Uh, it was a bad showing by the offense, but going down the stretch here, uh, they get a little time off now. Uh, then uh, Carolina's coming to town. I'm getting the schedule for you guys here so we could just get ready for these last four games of the of the season. And, uh, you know, the obvious elephant in the room is, you know, the coaching staff and if they're going to make it all the way through. And, uh, you know, maybe the Black Monday. But, yeah, coaching change appears to be on the horizon. Got Carolina on the 8th here at 1 o'clock. Then off to San Francisco. Uh, they're going to need the game. So they're going to be playing for that bye. So they're going to need that game. Uh, uh, so they'll play on December the 15th out there at Levi Stadium. Back home for the regular season finale on the 22nd against Jacksonville. And... Uh, Close out down in Tampa Bay, December 29th. So, hmm, 3 and 13? Um, or, you know, maybe they can win two of these. Uh, 5 and 11? Yeah, so we'll see how they wrap it up here. Um, I don't like the tanking thing. I do like developing young players. So, you know, however you want to call it, uh, you know, do what you got to do here. But no sense of playing Matt Ryan on the high right ankle sprain. No sense of playing Julio with a bruised shoulder. Makes no sense to me. But uh, I know they're competitors and they're going to want to get out there. So with that, we're going to wrap it up here with the 165th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We'll be back on Wednesday with a look at the Carolina Panthers. They're going through a similar situation with the owner talking out up there. Could have a... Some turnover in the NFC South this offseason. Take care and enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.